The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. H.com sent around this story, and somebody put it on my desk today, so I'd like to read it to you for a minute, about a woman who did this. The Power of Gratitude, by Shari Yechebed Riegler. She brings down the story. The Antidote to Anger, Resentment, and Complaining. Perfect. Julie Reisman, I guess I doubt it's through her real name, but anyway, was used to summoning difficulties. 85% deaf. She learned to lip read, and with the help of hearing aids, managed to succeed in the world of those blessed with hearing. She had her own business designing, producing, and installing decor for shopping malls. Her first marriage ended in divorce, leaving her with one daughter. At the age of 36, Julie started to connect with her Jewish roots and became religiously observant. Then when she was 38, she married Bruce, the man of her dreams. Bruce shared custody of his three daughters from his first marriage, so Julie happily found herself the dedicated mother of a close-knit family. Bruce was a successful professional. They lived comfortably in a big house in an upscale, in an upscale suburb. For 10 years, Julie was living her dream. On a wintry morning in 2009, the dream abruptly ended. Bruce, 48 years old, fell down the stairs, hit his head. He died almost immediately. The shock of her husband's death was followed by another shock. Of his three life insurance policies, he had let two of them lapse. This included the largest policy, which was to have supported his three daughters. Bruce had also neglected to write a will and to change the beneficiary of his retirement accounts after his first wife divorced him. So pretty much, she lost everything. By law, half of the large house and Bruce's other assets should have gone to his first wife, but she and her daughters sued Julie and managed to get 100%, leaving Julie with nothing. Even worse, she turned, Bruce, she turned to Bruce's daughter, no, the other, the first, the mother of his daughters, she turned Bruce's daughters against Julie. Almost overnight, Julie lost her husband, her close-knit family, her house, and her financial security. She was 85% deaf, okay? Naturally, Julie felt angry and resentful. Throughout the entire two and a half years of litigation, she recalls, I knew I needed to plug the anger and resentment. At the time, I didn't want to. I wanted to wallow in my misery. I wanted to make others miserable along with me. I also wanted to stop being miserable and go back to being the upbeat, positive, happy person that I inherently am. But I feared that if I let go of my anger and resentment, I would also be letting go of my rightful inheritance. Julie realized that she was standing at a crossroad. She could spend the rest of her life in anger and bitterness, or she could choose to be grateful and happy. I decided that I needed to find a way back to my former positive self. She explained, so I started to practice gratitude as an antidote to my anger. Julie had lost her job several months after Bruce died, and she was literally being forced out of her house, so there was nothing to keep her in the upscale town where she and Bruce had lived. She decided to move to a less expensive area to choose Baltimore. Anyone here from Baltimore? Okay. She rented a small apartment. There she would sit at her computer and make long lists of what she should be grateful for, for being alive, for finding the Jewish community of Baltimore, that my parents are both alive and loving and supportive, that my brother also moved to Baltimore for my daughter, for my son-in-law, for my grandchild, for having found a beautiful apartment in, in Baltimore to rent, for all my friends, for having had 10 years of wedded bliss with Bruce, for the fact that hearing aids exist, for my car, for finding myself living within walking distance to Rabbi Shmuel Silver Shore, wherever that is, where I met many of my new friends, and finally, 14, for God's ever-present providence. The list went on and on. I would go through my day noticing and being grateful for every little things. Then the doors started opening for Julie. Because if you're positive, you force good things to happen. 
She needed to find a job to support herself. She had worked, she had worked in a resource development for non-profit organizations. She sent her resume to her friends. One of her friends sent it to the Jewish Museum of Baltimore. They gave her a job. She ended up going to Eretz Yisrael. Um, she learned how to write grants. So, at the end, appraising her situation, honestly, she realized that given her, de- her deafness, her employment prospects in Israel were nil. Her Hebrew was not good enough to speak, nor to lip-read. She could not work at any job that required telephone communication. Acclaiming a, to a new country, acclimating to a new country at the age of 51 would be difficult with the language barrier. Perhaps impossible. Julie decided to make Aliyah anyway. Her daughter and son-in-law were already living in Israel, while Bruce had generously helped support them after his death, they too were struggling. Julie calculated that one household is cheaper to run than two, and that if she lived with her daughter's family, she could scrape on the Social Security disability payments she would receive, as well as having the joy of helping to take care of her grandchildren. Shortly after arriving to Israel, Julie got a job grant proposal for the Joint Distribution Committee, which is the biggest, which is Israel's highest-paying employer for grant writers. No coincidence, she, she insists, smiling. It's all good. Gratitude, however, is not a one-time fix, but a daily choice. Julie still struggles against the pain of being without a husband. She would like to get married again, and she wishes she had enough money to buy a house. But she says with determination, the anger no longer colors my life. Every day anew, Julie paints her life with gratitude. So this is, again, the same thing. She had a miserable life. She's deaf. She went through all this other stuff. Where does it get you? At the end of life, where does it get you? And it's very true. I can tell you this from experience. It's very true that if, if you're positive, then positive things happen to you. If you're negative, then negative things happen to you. They call it karma. There's no things karma. It's, it's where, you're, where you're at is what Hashem gives you. You're negative, Hashem gives you negativity. You're positive, Hashem gives you... It's, it's a hard thing to say because I don't understand exactly what it means. But it says that Hashem, Baruch Hu, the God of the world does not like complainers. That sounds very not godlike, right? So they bring a riot to it because what did he say in the Torah? You cried for no reason. I'll give you a reason to cry. You cried Tishbov night because you said this whole thing about the Jews going into Israel. So now, for the rest of time, I'm going to give you a reason to cry. Tisha B'Av, Spanish Inquisition, Holocaust, everything that happened on the, on the, on the nights of Tisha What do you mean? Hashem, because I cried, so you're going to give me a reason to cry? That sounds like a parent. You cried for nothing? I'll give you a reason to cry. Right? We've heard that before. But that's not God. So, it's very, very deep. What Akash Baruch was saying is that if you complain and you cry for no reason... You create a mode that you're going to cry. And it's going to be a day of complaining. So if it's going to be a day of complaining, again, it's the same, they use the word karma, it's not the same thing. In other words, a person who gets up and complains and complains, Hashem's going to give you reason to complain, because, not because Hashem's punishing you, but it's a, it's a, how it's, it's a reaction. If you're going to fetch, you're going to have a reason, I'm going to give you, you're going to, have a reason. I don't think it says Hashem's not going to give you a reason. You're going to, it's the Lushan of the Torah is you're going to have a reason to complain. So a person who gets up in the morning, right, and they're happy, is going to have a happy day. Try it. Gets up positive, you're going to have a positive day. Maybe some bad things will happen during the day, but you're going to look at them like, big deal, 
like she did. Big deal. Some death. So I lost this. So I lost that. So I lost the bottom line is, look at my, my good list. But you're going to get up as a kvetch, then you're creating the situation of a kvetch. And you tackle, you see it. People who are kvetchy and complaining, they get depressed. And it leads to very not good things. So it's not that Hashem punishes you. It's a consequence. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.